It's irregardless. I co-teach with him social studies. That doesn't. That's not a word. What? What word? Irregardless. Irregardless. <laughs> um, so he like what would, what would that mean? <laughs> had a point. You're not letting me get to it. It's like a double negative, right? Irregardless. You're telling me to. <laughs> no, irregardless is a word, isn't it? No, regardless is a Irregard... word. Regard. Irregardless. In. Wait, what? <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 49. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro. And joining me today, two beautiful bounty hunters with bodacious bottoms, Dave Grimmel. What? <laughs> That's me, Dave Grimmel. <laughs> Dave Grimmel. <laughs> yeah! I had to say my name. See, well, I guess that's a dis- is that a Disney shot? No, they, are, they didn't invent bodacious bottoms. No. What? No. Who? Disney shot. Is that Say My oh, Name? Oh, Destiny's Child. Is that what you thought I was referencing? Say My Name? I'm not cool enough say to reference name, Destiny's Child. Wait, am I crazy? That's a, that's a Destiny's You're Child. You're right. Okay. But say I'm my name saying... Is. Got me worried. I can't believe when you thought no that I would... When no one is around you, say, baby, I love me. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You're just playing games. Dave is Dave a is jukebox, the... though. Dave is at the moment where if you put a quarter in his mouth... He will start singing a song for some reason. I might choke. Might Dave choke. looks like a comedian tonight with like the t-shirt blazer look. He does look like a comedian. Like it's he, like, he works in the writer's room for a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> He's about to go on the comedy cellar. Do you know we're on CBS? I wrote that joke. Anyway. Wait. Oh, my God. We're still <laughs> we're doing this, the podcast right now. It's happening. This is, this is the Dice Room Machines Game Call Podcast where we talk about video games and sometimes, sometimes. sitcoms and writing shirts. But today's game, Super Metroid, a, da- a Dan pick. Dave Dan pick. Dan That's right. Pick. It was a Dan pick, I should say. Dan pick. Dan picked it. Which, a, a nice little retro pick. But before we get there, let's check in with the old bags of with bones. the guys? <laughs> bags of bones? Bags of bones. The old bags you, of bones. Let me tell you, right now, my wife and I are totally into uh, the Netflix original show, Nailed It. Nailed It. I... Have you... <laughs> have to say after your recommendation i am not but i would like to hear what you have to say oh, about wait a this. minute hang on keep talking i feel like i just came across keep talking keep talking and nobody makes cake no keep talking yeah basically the, the show is like um they make they bring in like these fancy fancy cakes and then they have these three contestants try and mimic the cake but average they have bakers ba- average bakers and then average like you know people. they do the reveal and they're like nailed it but we've decided that that's probably going to be, yeah, ba- that's probably, we're going to do Nailed It Home Edition as uh, as Jen's birthday party. Oh my gosh. Wait. Her birthday is coming up, so I'm excited for this. Wait, so, you're say this again, because this means I'm involved So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to find an elaborate, <laughs> complicated cake to try and replicate at home. And then. In like X amount of time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. It's an amazing birthday and then, party. And then laugh Sets, at the uh setting goals. The, the, yeah. At, at, you know at what we can't result. do? We can't have Anne Marie help. This sounds like, like a bachelor Because she'll plan. make it work. She'll make the cake happen. Here, and nobody we'll wants see. that. No, wait, let's pause. Show me a light. Real quick we'll pause. See. This is what we're gonna do for Dan's bachelor party. We're gonna rent a van. Wait. We're gonna drive to New York City. We're gonna pretend we're a food truck and really try to actually cook food in the van. But we'll, we'll just be no. like, uh. 
We won't have licenses, and we'll get that's part of the sent humor to jail. Of it. Would we get sent to jail? <laughs> it's illegal to cook in a van to 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 sell food without a license. You can't do that. No, no people have sold food to me, and they definitely haven't had <laughs> you licenses. Need like a, you need a vendor license and stuff. There was a time I gave that a seven-year-old kid with cookies in a plastic bag. Definitely that's didn't different. have it. What's different? They're He's too young to go to jail. Corner. He's got a little sign, one dollar. I'll take a cookie. Like, cookie. Lemonade, twenty-five cents, and be like, "No, you don't have a license." See, that's selling beverages. <laughs> you see a cop come up and give the kid a ticket. A beverage license—that's probably even harder to get. So I don't know if the comments, if you disagree with taking yeah. people's food, <laughs> the thing. Like, comment, subscribe if you have a beverage com- uh, license. I never had a lemonade stand as a child because I think the whole well, I, the whole idea is asinine to me. That's what you were thinking when you were like five. No, this I, is an asinine idea. I, just, I, I don't understand. Do like this. it's like, oh, you know what it is? Because I never like. I mean, like, so you're a kid walking around a neighborhood. I right? never ventured outside. No. I don't know. <laughs> but as, as a small kid, you're walking around your neighborhood. So you're not far from home, and you get really thirsty. You just go home yeah. and get a drink. You're gonna go buy a like a random cup of lemonade. I don't get. It. I think the yeah. point of it is like to set up in a place with high foot traffic. I think the purpose actually, of it is to. Give I know, kids like money. all like the commercials and TV shows will make you think that people do it on their front lawn, but I don't think that that's necessarily realistic. So you think take the kids to the town square. And be like, hey, but then what happens if you get arrested because you don't have a license? No, I don't think you're like, I don't think you do it in the town square. I think you do it like, if you happen to be, have a house that's next to a park and you do it right there. Quite like your house. Yeah. That still sounds illegal. So I could do it on my front lawn because it's a park across the street. So people want to go by, hey, it's okay, there's a park across the street. Kids are playing sports and then they're like, lemonade, ice cold. 25 Thirsty. <laughs> you know what? It's a stand down the street right there. <laughs> it's made of wickered wood. And it's great. Yup. Yup. All right. Yeah, but did you ever buy the lemonade thinking, oh, man, this is going to be the best lemonade ever? Or is it like, oh, the kids, they, they're cute. We have to support them. I'll be, yeah, it's the second one. That's the only real reason. I don't think I've sense. ever purchased a drink from a child. Nor should anyone, quite frankly. <laughs> well, when you say it like that. <laughs> I need someone to prepare something I'm going to put inside my body. Give me a child, please. <laughs> Bring me your youngest, least experienced individual. Is it like a powder mix, and they just like dump the whole thing. What are you doing? I'll make it. Just give it to me, kid. Here's the dollar. It's basically like you're turning your kids into hobos. Basically, you're just going around. The kids are sitting on the streets, and you're giving them money. That's that's the next logical step. Next logical step. Totally nailed. I don't think that makes them hobos. It makes them (laughs) hustlers. Hustlers. I see. Would you buy lemonade from a homeless person? No, uh, I would just well, give the then, homeless well, person how, the money. How experienced do they look? <laughs> as, they look as experienced as their <laughs> do, do they look, as their wardrobe allows? Is it like pig pen? Like, am I buying? It's am I buying lemonade from pig pen? Because it's is hard. Money. It's if, hard to say. If there's a layer vary. of dust on the cup as they hand it to you. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a conversation just, we should bring to the lemonade stand let, podcast. Yeah, let's bring it back from the lemonade. Let's go to Dan. Dan, any. Things besides Lemonade, you're ingesting. I've been playing so many video games lately that I'm probably the best video gamer you know. Well, you're going to go pro. We know this. We're going pro. I got the MLG name. I'm Daniel Mac. Pro. Pro Paperboy. Pro Paperboy. Oh, my God. That's right. Pro guessing Paperboy before Mark. That's something I could totally bring (laughs) to the MLG scene. Uh, I played Iconoclasts. I finished it. Oh. It, It was originally going to be a choice of mine. 
for this podcast, but I don't think I like the conversation that it will have us have. So I'm not, I'm not going to nominate it. But did um, you like the game? It was fun. The game is fun. The gameplay is fun. The story was outlandish and strange. Because it's kind of um, like a vague religious thing about it, right? It's not, it's not vague. There's oh. nothing vague about it. It's very like, we have a religion. Oh, no, our religion is better. The uh, the planet's dying, and it's because of your religion. And the other religion, religion's all like, no, your religion is the one. Ah. It sounds, it sounds this, accurate. You play as this girl, Robin, who's like right in the middle of it all. And her brother gets his arm ripped off. And it's whoa. Just a, yeah, it's such a, you know, the game's fun and the art's great. And the it's everything but the story was the the reason I didn't let it become a podcast game. It's like the story just didn't seem like a good story to talk about. So I was well, like, do you think it's the topic you're like particularly not interested in? Or is it just like it wasn't? No, it's just we would all come around and be like, what was this game about again? It's just the story like totally washes itself out. Mm. So it just, and I, I kind of, I want us to talk about a story in a way that is helpful. Cause otherwise it would have been just like, eh, the gameplay is good and that's it. And that, I don't know. So I think we'll be better off, but I suggest you guys play it. It is. And it maybe does if you, maybe if you like it a lot, we'll change our mind, but I don't know. We'll it's see. fun. It's definitely worth your time. It took me like 10 hours to beat. That's and it was fun. So that's like that's like two twenty minutes for you and Mark probably. Because how are the trophies? The trophies are there. They exist. They're um, there. I didn't get them all. <laughs> that's all that seems to matter for you. Well, sometimes it's not that all that matters, but sometimes that's the thing mm. to push it over the edge. It's like I'm hey. sorry. That was kind of that was kind of mean of me, wasn't it? Not too I mean. apologize, it's okay. Mark. I understand who I am and my well. <laughs> well, the game is fun, so the trophies won't hurt to get. So I don't understand Iconoclast. You're saying that it's a religion game. No, no. I don't even understand what kind of game it is. It's a Metroidvania, and you play as this girl, Robin. She's an engineer, and the way it goes is that this religion slash group called the One Concern chooses your job for you. The One so Concern? It, like The Giver? Yeah. Ah, that's where I remembered that from. Yes, it's like The Giver. where or Anthem? That's your job. What? Anthem? Also, in the book Anthem... They choose your job for you, right? Isn't he like a, is a that, light changer? Oh, now you're What's getting her too face? smart for me. No, wasn't that uh, the one Ayn Rand? The... Yeah. She sticks. Anyway. Well. <laughs> Why don't you like Ayn Rand? Because she's all like your... capitalist. Hey. It's not necessarily about capitalism. She's just anti-communism. She doesn't want to sacrifice I in favor of we. But she also thinks that capitalists make the earth move. And I can't support that idea. But anyway, well, sorry. Maybe, maybe it does. We'll save her for the. I'm not, I'm not trying to. I think there's a difference between capitalism well, and capitalists. Um, no, and just like being greedy. I would agree. But see, like this is like you know I, I, mean? I trust capitalism. I don't trust well, capitalists. Guys, are we getting into guys, something? We got. We got to. We got to activate atmospheric we'll re-entry the economic <laughs> theory podcast we'll be, we'll yeah be that's soon. the other dinosaur machines economic theory podcast <laughs> coming to you in 20 never 2020 <laughs> <laughs> so you should so anyway i kind of class this video game but what is, what is the gameplay element of the this gameplay game? is all right so you have a wrench and there's puzzles to solve that involve so is dark turning... cloud dark cloud Oh man, what a great game, <laughs> Dark Cloud. Dark Cloud too. It's a side cl- so, Oh, you know what? The character design is actually quite similar to that game too. Interesting. Okay. Um, but 
you use this wrench and you 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 like turn a gear and open a door. Sometimes the door's timed. It's you also use the wrench to swing from gears to do a little platforming. So it's so not, it's, it's not violent. Anyway. Actually, you have a stun gun, but you do kill like you, enemies. You bash oh, people, but it is in the like, face. but you don't kill humans. Like when you fight humans, you stun them. You literally stun them, and they're on the floor, knocked out. They don't get back up, but yeah. they're like knocked out with little stars like, over like, there. Like Batman. <laughs> I was about to say. You know they're alive because you hit them with an explosive, and they just don't get up. Oh, okay. yeah. they're alive. Stun, yeah. Don't worry about explosive. him. Batman drives his, his Batmobile full speed into a guy. Nah, it's cool. It's all right. I hit him with air. It tased it, him. It's okay. It's, so it's okay. Only... You saw his body go flying, covered in electricity. Yeah, it's... he hit that building at full speed. But don't worry, it's fine. We installed the bat the, pillow. The buildings are made out of cotton candy. Right. Did you, did you not know that about, that about Gotham? It's such a sweet yeah. place. Ah, uh, uh, uh. Are you serious? That's gonna make you laugh like that. That was good. Mark like He's saw so an apple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, listener. If you were in a, if you weren't at Dave's house on Sunday, <laughs> which it's possible weren't. that you were, um, Mark d- learned he can't pun. I can pun. Well. I just find it no. much more difficult than other people. Right. That's why we're celebrating this moment. It's a mitzvah. It, we're proud of you. My mi- Good job, it, thro- it throws a wrench in my gears. Because uh, iconoclast, iconoclast hey, joke. I'm gonna. So, all right, going forward, I'm gonna make a conscious effort to make puns. That's you know what? That's probably the most natural way to do your comedy. <laughs> so <laughs> just keep drilling at home. Until just it's force it. <laughs> it's all just right, another well, tool in his arsenal. See, yeah. I feel like he could do it. I want to do that. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. I see. You guys are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta. Yeah. Here's <laughs> Bolt. What? No, I want to yeah. stay. All right, all right. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to the next subject. Uh, do you guys want to? All right, I'll tell you about Breath of Fire. Real tell quick. me about the Breath of okay. Fire. You, so you oh, went back be, to it. I went back to Breath of Fire. Were you up to three it's now amazing. at this point? No. Oh, you're still. I'm still one? playing one. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not playing the game at mark speeds here. Um, just I just want to share like one line of dialogue and then I'm gonna move on. Go for it. Uh, I got my fourth character who is, as far as I can tell, the last character you get, Karn. He's a thief, and when you meet up with them, it's like, Karn, come with us. And and the other character, and then Karn's like, No, I want to go alone. And then the other character, he's like, But you have our wallets. No, on oh. the other team, on my team, the character goes. Don't be a wimp. Come with us. And then Karn goes, fine, I'll come with you. <laughs> and then Karn joins you. Way, way to bully him into your team. I'm like, I'm playing this game, and I'm like, is this really going to be the reason this guy joins? That's like, come awesome. with us. No, I don't want to. You're a wimp. Come don't on. be a wimp. What is, oh, that's from, I don't know Jack. You don't know Jack. Don't be a wimp? Like, it used to be like, if you screw someone with the screw oh. attack. I thought it was from the Mark Magro School of Hard Knocks. Don't be a whip. Wow. I just got the hiccups. Pardon me. Since I'm a student of the Mark Magro School of Hard Knocks, let's talk about our main topic. I'm sorry. I mean, let's Mark, talk about uh, Mark, like Mark's life. I don't like that. I don't like this joke that I'm you're sorry, trying to sorry, keep. Sorry. <laughs> because I write I notes. I write them down. Things to talk about. I know. Well, I feel like it's time for you to talk about your life. Well, it, as you guys know, Tell it's, us. Been a, it's been a rough week for me in terms of technology, but I think I'm near yes, the light of the yes. end of the tunnel. My computer has melted down, so I had to put in a new motherboard. I ended up getting a new hard drive, 
Now my video I wonder how much it would work. be worth if you actually melted it down. For those of you listening <laughs> at home, Mark's computer is actually a candle now. It basically feels like a candle. It is kind of running now, but it was it was a little touch and go in terms of my mental state. Um, I've officially <laughs> kind of given up on Shadow of War, unfortunately. Um, was it on your computer? No, it was on my oh. Plastacion. But, so not um, related. Yeah, it's good. It's just the story's stupid. Not stupid. It's just not interesting. And Talion is like he has his face has, doesn't look does he good. lack depth. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's like standard like dude ranger guy, and then his love interest is like, oh, you are the first girl I saw. Now we are love, and. <laughs> I thought just, he was like dead back to life. And then yeah, like, kill yeah. his family, he gets Wasn't his interest. family killed? Yeah, and like they don't play a big role in the story like, it, at this point. Well they're dead. But they're dead, exactly. Isn't it like, it's not like a creative situation? You would think like it would be like a like a crow situation where like I'm not really tied to my old life too much anymore. Yeah, and he's kinda like battling yeah. with it, but he's still like a person, but he's just like it's not interesting. So like the only interesting thing about it is like fighting the orcs and the, the combat feels good and like the nemesis system and all that. And I did like the first, the big one and the new one is like these fortresses where there is a hierarchy, so there's like a orc who's in charge of a fortress, and now you can recruit orcs into your army and then there's this big battle to take the fortress. So I did the first one. You think with the nemesis system in place do you think it's important for you to make certain bosses like so hard that you lose to them a bunch so that way you really want to get them next time? Yeah, I mean, if you want to play the system like that, where you can, because especially like the the loot in this game is all tied to the orcs, like the orc captain. So when you kill them, it's like a random drop, and the higher level they are, the better the drop you'll get. So you can oh, kind wow. of you can kind of go that with a mind. But I don't know, like it's fine, but it was just not super like just because i felt like i had no like it's like a power fantasy so like you just feel cool killing these orcs cutting them down and like lopping heads and it feels good to do it but it's like it's because the story is so like whatever i i just kind of lost the drive of it and there's just mm. too many games there's too many games to play to keep it's not like you're battling to restore the han dynasty or anything like that no not at all and it's also not like i'm 12 and i have all the time <laughs> in the world and now it's that's not my life uh, so like, I'm going to put that down, kind of move on to something else. Um, I've been reading and I think I, meant, I mentioned, uh, in an earlier podcast, but I discovered this line of books, uh, it's called boss fight books. And there's just basically just books on different games. Oh, yeah. And so I'm reading the book right now. I'm like, I only have like 30 pages left on shadow of the Colossus. And it's basically just this guy talking about his experience playing through the game, but then it's interweaves, which is kind of analysis of the those different scenes and different interviews and it, it's really really fascinating I, I definitely recommend if you're looking for just like a deep dive into a game like there's, what are the games do they have uh, uh the, on there the ones that piqued my interest there's one on earthbound there's one on chrono trigger um Ooh. there's a bunch but those were like the big three i think i'm definitely gonna read so you know it's just cool that there's there's stuff out there so i i would recommend it Maybe what I wouldn't recommend is playing the game we played for this week. Now we don't. Well, maybe uh, <laughs> transition to main topic. Uh, main main topic. That's my new thing for it. We're gonna like we do a triple taste <laughs> thing. We need like a main topic transition. Like the whip. We, we're gonna we're gonna get all these sound effects. We'll get them no, together. Yeah. I like making them with our mouths. Like whoopa main topic. We, it's been whipped. It in. would be really funny if it was a transition into a sound effect that we just made with our mouths. So. <laughs> 
we just cut to our, our own voices. We can record our own like yeah. sound things. Anyway, Super Metroid by Ninten- yep. Nintendo. <laughs> yep, a- by Nintendo. I know that um, company. They made this game. I have it up right now. Um, Please, the tell, synopsis. Us, tell us about the Super Metroid. Third in its series? Hmm? Well, Super Metroid is the third in its series. Hold on. Which I didn't know. I thought it was totally... Like, Let's talk second. about why I... Uh, so, I... Actually, no, that comes later. You're right. Uh, where? How can I get? All right. Super Metroid is a side-scrolling action-adventure video game oh. developed and published by Nintendo for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System video game console. The third installment in the Metroid series. It was released in Japan in March of 1944. Wait, 1994. This is not an acceptable. With other up. territories later. So yeah, it's the third <laughs> Metroid game. Uh, it was yeah. Yeah, it's a synopsis. Uh, <laughs> There's no Steam entries for it, so... Uh, popular user-defined tags. Popular Female protagonist. Tags. Aliens. Bounty Hunter. Metro- oh my gosh, Metroidvania. Gobbly good. Oh man, it's actually exactly... Oh wait, the genre... Good, the genre is action-adventure. I would have been a little upset if it was Metroidvania. That would be pr- pretty accurate, I would think. Though. Kind of funny. Alright, so let's kick this um, off, Dan. This is your game. Oh wait you a second. It. Yeah, I picked this game. Yeah. It was my pick. Why'd you pick I picked this? it because it's a great game. I had a good time with it. And I was like, it's time for us to play this retro classic. Yeah. I never played it before, <laughs> and we did. I also, and that was the other reason I played it, is because I never had a Super Nintendo, so this is one of those games that, mm-hmm. just like Chrono Trigger, I never really got yeah. my time in with. So you played it, you played it now. I played it now. I never, I've played it in the past, but I never played it through to completion. Well, let's, let's, I never on that idea of the past, like let's, let's jump in our time travel machines to the, the Back year. Let's go to the past. The Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. Oh, is that the year they did it? The that was. Is that was the over. last time I felt I joy. Sam Rosen, you know, Seventy-five years. There you go. But other and games they're, that they're came out. They're working on that in same drama. Donkey Kong Country. That's what I was playing. Donkey Kong Country. Earthward Jim. Earthward oh my Jim. god! Yeah, Earthward Jim. Uh, Final Fantasy VI, which I always <laughs> feel like I—that's like another game oh, that yeah. I feel like I should probably play. And every time I try playing it, I'm just like, I don't like this, and I feel terrible about it. Um, Earthbound, I have never heard of that yes. game. I don't know anything about wow! It. Uh, Breath of Fire Two, a game that Dan will that's never right. get to. <laughs> oh, Wait, snap. so was it Breath of Fire? Yeah, that's me. Not like what you just said there. Um, it, yeah, in Japan or in America? I don't know. One of those things. One of those countries. Wow! And Mega Man well, X came out. Mega Man X. Oh, this was the year. This yeah. was a really good that, year. <laughs> <laughs> everything happened in video games i feel like if i could go back and tell myself when i was what i was eight nine be like this is a good year and then i go back and tell them, the jets will never Shut win a up, super bowl creep. <laughs> <laughs> other big media things movies pulp fiction which was Great upstaged movie. by forrest gump the which won the oscar but i think retrospect oh. probably should be pulp fiction although i love forrest gump not that away from they're both good Dude, movies what uh, the classic True Lies, Arnold Schwarzenegger's best film, in my personal opinion. He drives a horse off of a building, and then the horse says, nah, forget it, and then yeah. he falls off the Come horse. On. It shows his his range as an his, actor. His range. He's great action star, great comedian, great thin mm-hmm. man. Um, albums, the album that everyone in the world owned, Dookie by Green Day. Everyone owned that album. If you didn't know that album, it's because you weren't alive I, by then. That was the first cassette I ever bought. Nice. 
Uh, Dan's least favorite Weezer album, the Blue Album. No? Um, yeah. <laughs> Not really, but go on. Uh, Downward Spiral came out that year, which I probably listened nice. vaguely over Richie's, Dave's brother's stereo. Like, he's saying bad words. That's probably how it was. What year it. did Tragic Kingdom come out by No Doubt? Probably was after. It this year? No. It was this year, 2018. Came out this I can't, year. Uh, that album... <laughs> Is the reason I like Ska. Is that it? That's like in yeah. a Dream Daddy. Hey, Ska was cool once. Sorry. Just had to That's right. So this is the landscape. Tragic Kingdom came out the next year, 95. 95. I think Bush came out in 94. <laughs> All right. Well, with, uh, <laughs> what was the name of that movie? The name of that movie. The name of that album? Uh, Raise the Blade Suitcase. No, there's one before No, that. the one before that. Stones? Something with Stones. Sixteen stone. Sixteen stone. Formation that's and sixteen stone. That's the, that's the album. Of Sixteen stone. Anyway, so this is the year that Super Metroid comes out. Dan, you played it recently. I never played it at all. This was always one of those games. I that played it to completion. Played it to completion, which is not a common thing. Just saying. Not that. All right. No. Here's a go. I'm gonna stop being mean. I'm realizing that I do this in jest, but I feel like I'm being a mean person. Oh. <laughs> Mark, I'm having a moment this is here. like intervention time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm intervening on myself. Dan, I love your shirt. Okay. It's beautiful. It's a great color blue and exciting. You want to know it's from? Yeah, what it's, is from it? really obs- it's a really obscure game called uh, Queen, Queen, Queen B? Killer Queen. Killer Queen. Okay. Killer Queen. Arcade. It's an arcade Killer game that you have Queen. to you have to play it at the arcade that it's at. You can't play it like anywhere else. <laughs> it's apparently dope. But that's it's dope. It is dope, and that's apparently it's dope. So you gotta dope. come to. That's my shirt. So thank you for appreciating my shirt, Mark. I like that your video for me has been frozen for the last like hour. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it, but now we're talking about it. Oh, I'm sorry. It, uh, that's okay. As long, I'm still here. I want to see. I want to see. You want to see me? Okay, good. I believe it. Uh, well, that's that's our compliment. That's moment. our compliment. Let's move on. Excellent. So. I this was always kind of a gap for me. Like I think a lot of the Nintendo stuff because after Super NES, I, I started playing PlayStation. So I feel like I missed a lot of the Temple things. So I was excited to go back to it. Dave, mm. you were also like I think you played it a little bit back in the day. But I not. I remember friends of mine telling me like you didn't play Super Metroid. It's one of the best games. So I like so I rented it at the time. Okay. And I did not get very far. I didn't know where to go. There's kind of a lack of tutorial in the beginning and uh like one of the first things you get as a pickup is like the missiles right mm-hmm. and you get five of them the first time you pick them up and like i shot a missile at a pink door and then i was like i saw it flash but it didn't open i'm like i only have four more am i really gonna am Waste i really gonna shoot all door? my missiles <laughs> <laughs> i think that's as far as i got when i rented it when i was uh oh (laughs) oh not a good first time out i was like how come i can go to all these rooms and there are no enemies (laughs) 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 i don't understand this game how is this good well that was young dave as an adult dave Dave, you'd realize i can get past this door yeah yeah if i if i use all my missiles (laughs) only two no you have to use five missiles to open a pink door yeah Oh uh, yeah. It just seems like a weird, weird decision. Well, I think looking at, I think the point is of... it's trying to teach you that they're kind of expendable. Yeah, and you know but this like... is a good reminder of you know like we we always complain now 
in the modern age of the over, you know, tutorials. Over tutorials. We always complain it's like, now. Stop! It's true. Don't stop yeah, treating me like, like an idiot. <laughs> I don't have like I just played it now, right? I didn't have a player's uh, manual. I'm like I didn't know until I saw a YouTube clip of somebody else wall jumping that you could wall jump. Like there are all the all these things that are like not not told to you in the game. Mm. And, and they, I didn't know you okay, could wall yeah. jump until we were talking before a podcast, and Dave was like, "You know you can wall jump." I was like, "You can wall jump." Yeah, there's a. I can t- I can touch on this, but <laughs> it's not the game. Actually, does teach you how to do when? it later. When it when, when it's required you... at some point. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But you could have done it the whole time. <laughs> well, yeah, but but it's not you have a need to stopping you from doing point. anything. Yeah. And yeah. like like I didn't know, I didn't know holding. B could dash until I had to do it. And I was like, oh, I could have dashed right. the whole time. Mm. It, like, oh, right. I had it, yeah. And I, I, to kind of jump on these points, like, I kind of felt the same way where, like, I kept feeling, like, as you're starting, you know, like, it is this kind of spreading out 2D Metroidvania where the name comes from. And you're exploring all these things. And I constantly, and with that idea in mind, I was like, okay, I know I can explore. I know I'm going to pick up power-ups. And I know certain power-ups will not allow me to access places I can't get to. And I kept hitting the problem where it was like, I don't know if I'm missing something or I don't have what it takes to go forward. And it got to the point where, like, it was interesting. But then it got, I quickly, probably after, like, the first 30, 40 minutes where I just was backtracking back and forth so many times, I just ended up feeling more frustrated than, like, intrigued. In all honesty... Every time I re- well, usually there's a symbol, yes. That's like this is the thing you need to open this, you know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. I I didn't really hit dead ends as far as I was getting because almost everywhere there's like a there's something to blow up with a mine yeah. and go in through mm-hmm. something. Like it's just it's re- I just have to, one word to describe Super Metroid is convoluted. It's just Ooh. like nothing. It is- they want you to explore that thing for for days of your life. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. They they set you on paths and they they don't expect you to stop exploring yeah. that area. Mm. The thing that I found interesting about it when I played is that all of those paths do eventually lead you to the next step. Mm-hmm. Like they don't like you can retrace your steps back and forth, but if you explore all of the things available to you at any time, mm-hmm. it's inevitable that you'll find the next stepping stone to the next area, which is what mm-hmm. When I started realizing that pattern, I started to get really excited by it. See, like, I never really got to those points. Like, I would hit, like, okay, I know there's these three paths that I have accessible to me now through doors. And I know one of them is going to lead me somewhere, but I'm not sure which one it is. Like, it's usually little things like, I remember one specifically, one of the things early on is there's a very small path. And you have to use the mind to pop yourself up. And then you can get through that path. I didn't realize that. Like, I didn't know mm. you could do that. You didn't pop, pop yourself up by accident or before that point If I did, I didn't even notice it. Like, it uh. wasn't one of the things that I made the connection. I was like, okay, that's something I could do for this. And, like, same thing with, like, wall jumping. Like, I, I, I kept hitting situations where, like I said earlier, I was like, I don't know. It's like, I can't actually get past here because I need something else or I'm just missing mm-hmm. something. And then it just got frustrating after a while. And I just mm. was constantly so, backtracking. Just to kind of think about the time again when this game came out in 94. Mm. This is I'm not sure if this is a valid thing to say, but 
This frustrated me. I didn't know how to dash, and that is one of the first puzzles you experience mm. before getting the speed dash yeah. move. You need it to get through that one room yeah. where you have to run just slightly faster than the floor that disintegrates yeah, below that's you. That's the first time I. It is in the manual. Yeah. It tells you that I you can dash no in the manual. That's so what I'm I, I, I agree. Uh, maybe this is part of the reason that struggle exists, but back then, if you owned it, you would have totally flipped through the manual when you were pooping or maybe. something. Maybe. Yeah. I, to see that and like, oh, okay, you can I dash. Didn't, like, Maybe I can try. Like, it's a, a real reader of my manual in games until like back in until the like day. PlayStation Two, and then like right. Well, see, even at a point, like like a lot of times, like that's fair. As young kids, we go to Blockbuster or rent games. Like you didn't always get the manual. Sometimes you just got the cartridge. And again, it tells you in the manual that red doors open by five super missiles, regular yeah. missiles. <laughs> Regular it says missiles. it right Super there, so that's really interesting green. that all this is here, so it's like... Yeah, and I think it's a time to, you know, especially when we do these retro episodes, it's like we got to look at them for the time period they came out. But but the, when you know, I look at it against the time period and I compare it to Mega Man X that came out in the same year, there's so uh, much more polish on Mega Man X. Like, you can clearly wall jump and drag on the wall and stuff like that in Mega Man X. Well, I think Mega Man X does a better job at The animations are so much smoother. Things. I would agree with the animations, but even, like, when you think about that first tutorial level, yeah. like, you can't get past that tutorial level without doing all the things you need to do to progress. Yeah, because yeah, the, the floor that, breaks and you have to walk You have up. to do all those things. That yeah. first level belongs in a museum of good game design, yeah. right. to be totally... And what's like, ironic it, is, <laughs> as we bring up Mega Man X, they, Super Metroid in this do both that thing where, <clears throat> in the beginning, you're kind of shown how vulnerable are by having to fight a boss where no, you kind you get, of lose you're, and you're, you're forced to lose. by by Ridley. Yeah, which I thought no, was effective. Oh. It was an effective thing to kind of build tension and, and kind of connect with your character more where it's mm. because like, okay, like I understand that this is not just some super soldier that there are these this force that I need to now get stronger to beat. So I like the kind of intro thing and you have to get out when you see the Metroid, but like and that's another thing too, is like they kind of set up that story like yeah. <clears throat> as a person who hasn't played any Metroid. So I was like, okay, there are these Metroids. Okay. Yeah. She had a little backstory with them. Someone stole them. But then after that there's really no story for kind of the rest of the game. There's an atmosphere Right. So, like, implied. Like, what are those statues that hold the power-ups when mm. one of them comes to life? Yeah, they don't give you any... They don't give you... They keep the world pretty mysterious, whether like, or not why, that's... Is this a, this just happens to be where Mother Brain is? It's just like, I left all these statues around with all the all the weapons that you need to kill me are in here. Don't worry about it. Like... <laughs> well... Yeah. What is, what I, is I, the reasoning? I, I mean, I agree with Dan. I think there is a vibe of... Mis- like a... Like, a subtle tone of darkness and mystery to it, but I kind of agree. Like, and I, again, it's it's not really fair to compare it to games like today. But I like making me think of like Hyper Light Drifter, mm-hmm. where there is so much subtlety to world building. There <laughs> you're like, you're it's not really you. fair to compare it to games of today. Let me talk talk to you about a very recent game. A very recent <laughs> game. Well, I'm saying I don't know if it's necessarily a fair comparison, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you you know, it's like a, sometimes when you, this is kind of off topic, but it's like. um <laughs> how people are now having the conversation about George Washington, like how he owned slaves. So is okay. it fair to still laud him as much as because of all the good things he did when, you know, there are certain things about his character that we can't uh, it, overlook. It's like, do we apply? It is off topic. Well, yeah. What was the first thing that came to mind? It's like, do we judge him yeah. by morality of, of these, then? Of or do we Sanders? judge it by morality of right. today? We have and to do like, it by of then. 
don't know. You have to. But but that's what I'm trying. It's a. It's a. That's why I'm trying to reference games at the same time. And I was like, Donkey Kong Country is way smooth, and you know, Mega Man X is way smart the way they tutorialize you. I was like, they couldn't do this same thing. No, and I I would agree with that. But at the same time, like, I think, but those are kind of broken into levels. And it's like, okay, here's this one mm. thing. Like, I do appreciate that this is kind of like I mean, an open, not an open, open world. I didn't like, play the like, original Metroids. Are they also that, Metroidvanias? Yes. Yes, They're they are. Based they, on exploration. The, the game design is very much exploration, mm. not level based. Mm. Uh, it's, so it's area. The closest thing that you can I unlock. played at that age would have been like Zelda then. Like the original mm. Zelda, right. you have to explore the crap out of. You know? Yeah. Yep. Like, and, how are you supposed yeah. to know that this wall wall is bombable? You just try. Yeah, that's you know? that's the thing, right? Like back then, they only had so many ways of showing us that mm. things like that could happen in a game, and and I think the limitations of the time limited the story to just the manual. I, because... I wonder if like I've just gotten used to getting getting my hand held now, because it's possible because a lot of games do that. Yeah. These days. No, and like, I think that's just that is kind of speaking to what is you know like there's not that there isn't room for obtuse games though but i'm saying if the arkham games are very obtuse nowadays they're still like oh this is the this this type of door is the one that you bomb you know what i mean like it's just yeah yeah and and i a lot oh we're gonna say that i was gonna say like i think my it's going away now but a lot of open world Mm -hmm. games have the problem like, like a good example is zelda breath of the wild you can avoid the map entirely, which I did from the get-go, because I didn't want the game to show me on the map where to go next. I wanted to know in the world where to go next, like to recognize the areas and learn them all mm. that way. And I think back in the day, they didn't have that sort of system up in front. So they didn't say, here's your waypoint, go here. You just had to look on your map. You knew where you had to go, but then you had to close the map and go and find your way around to it. You're saying with Super Metroid? So, I'm saying compared to modern games, like you've got many maps. Yeah. So yeah, that's sometimes. I think a big most of the time. And like you know, and I, I see the I think that's like super valuable because like the only other like Metroids I've really played that I I really got into, uh, or in the Blind Forest. I enjoyed it. I know you guys didn't love that one. But that Metroid in that mini map right. tells you, hey, here's where you need to go. And Guacamelee? I, I honestly I but I don't really remember if the, they told you explicitly where to go, but I also remember they show you not like, ever feeling lost. They show you like when you it get was a the power same... up, they show you like, oh, this this area uses this power up. Yeah, and it's it's clearly color defined, so it's like okay, this yeah. is going to open those right. doors. Yeah, they they do sort of hand yeah. hold. Yeah, you the and way I there. guess that's kind of what I wanted. Like I just the biggest thing for me in this game was just the obtuseness of it and. Mm-hmm. You know, even things like I would say like Dark Souls and stuff like games like that, those games are obtuse. But at the same time, there is a general path and you go straight through the path and you get to where you usually need to. Like I never felt as lost in those games as I felt lost in Super Metroid. And there was one particular moment which I think was the the switch off for me where I was like, I'm trying to like work switch through off. this game, I'm trying to learn it. It was the switch. Not the the system, but the <laughs> the moment. There is after you get the you get the missiles and then it's a super. What's the green one? Super missiles. The missiles super and then super yeah. missile. So I remember on the right of your ship, there's a green door, and I finally got those. Like ah, yes, I can go open that door now. Finally, so I go all right. the way up. I go all the way out, and I open that door, and I run. And what's behind that door? 
an orange door. That's the only thing there. And I'm like, well, I can't open this yet. <laughs> and that was just a moment for me. It's like, this is the the value in this game and why I think it, mm-hmm. it resonated with so many kids back in the day. Why well, I shouldn't say kids. Like anyone who played it back then. Sure. That it was this kind of mystery that you were unraveling. And it is kind of, you know, like those those conversations in the schoolyard where it's like, oh, if you go in this corner and you do this. Like what you love so much this. about Dark Souls. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, I think just my personal, my taste in 2018, I don't have the time nor the inclination to constantly be, you know, like trying to leave this Rubik's Cube and, yeah, like, you know, and I was just talking about, like, Shadow of War, where it's, like, it's kind of boring, and it's kind of just turning along. Like, that I thought was, like, too easy. It's just, the games that I find that I want a challenge with, I don't want to, ch- I want a challenge of how to, like, solve something that's in front of me, not figure out where to go. Mm. I guess is the way I kind of landed. Yeah, I, I kind of had the complete opposite experience, because every time I got lost, I told myself, there's no way I'm lost, that would be broken design right like, which it doesn't it isn't it's not a broken game yeah like you're never and that was the thing i always kept having to tell myself it sounds like i'm like convincing myself that the ark of the covenant is out there i just need to find it <laughs> but but at the same time that that once i found it that was to me see i think my favorite feeling. i love mm. castlevania symphony of the night mm. you know right. and that's a metroidvania Right, it's, well, a, it's, it's a, a Castlevania an action adventure. No, but it, you have to go, you have <laughs> yeah. to go around and you have to find You're right, yeah. your way, and you have to backtrack and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But to me, like the the biggest difference to me is how good the combat felt. To me, mm. Metroid combat sucks. I'm just gonna Ooh, say that. Strong word. So, like it's terrible. I never feel like yeah. she's doing what I want her to. Do. Like as, in comparison, like to Mega Man, like mm. Mega Man, I have extreme control over and i feel like the timing of which the pellets go and everything like is just not the way i want it to feel and that's really what uh, holds me back from playing more i i would also agree with that like i always felt like the enemies weren't like the compared to mega man like how they're teaching you their patterns and you're gonna learn the patterns and you're getting like things from them like definitely with metroid i always felt like they're just things i'm trying to get past because i'm trying to search like the world and they're literally just little obstacles that are slowing me down as opposed to right. like challenges I need to overcome. I agree. Like I, I, I was not a fan of like the actual fighting in it. Yeah. Well, one thing I, I heard when this game is spoken about once is that it's, if you look back on it, it is in more in tune with a horror game than it is with an action adventure game. Mm. This is kind of somebody meant compared it to resident evil where the controls are part of the horror and that again, mm, not maybe the best. Trico is example, an animal. But that's why he doesn't control well. He that's <laughs> why Trico is less Guardians horror game by that measure as well. Yeah. But but the fact that you're so confined in those small spaces and you can't really move around much, and Samus can only do so much. Uh, I don't know if it was by design per se, but that's I think another reason it's it's revered is because it made you feel like you were in that area, mm. like stuck with her and. I, I was able to get around the controls. Um, I see what you're saying. It definitely didn't... It wasn't always as responsive as I wanted it to be, but comparing Metroid's controls to Mega Man X's controls is pretty... There's no comparison. Well, they're, they're like, different. Yeah, like, incredible. they're different. I think is it, they, is it their not goals fair for me different. to compare it to it? Is... I, I would say possibly, but 
I also see why you yeah. would. They're both jump, jump and shoot. The levels are large. Yeah, jump both and shoot. Jump and shoot. <laughs> but I think the challenge of Metroid is not the enemy pattern. Yeah, but it's, I, it's, I'm it's almost like, like get that. rid of the yeah. enemies then. Well, the, yeah. what do you do? If it's you just about me following my way around the map. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously I say that very tongue-in-cheek. I don't want you to actually get rid I want you to improve yeah. the combat, you know? Right. <laughs> but... Did you play any other Metroid games at all? No, this is the only one I've ever played. You never Metroid played Prime, Prime was... is a great no. game. Really? Well, okay. it's well, when I I played it. So you did you did play Prime, Dave? I feel like you played Prime. No, I never I played it. Played Prime. Who are we thinking of? It's not Dan. I <laughs> may have played it for like no, a bad. second on a rental, but I never I know it's strange considering how much I love Overwatch no, no, it... and stuff like that, but I don't I for a long time I was against first person shooters. Mm. I, 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 didn't, I didn't like that. Yeah. I didn't not like in that. the time that I've known you. Because ever since we met, we were only looking for the Halo that we could play together. Yeah, because well, I, I mean, like, first-person like shooters first. are like... I think that, that genre in itself didn't blow up until Call of Duty, right. for the most part. I mean, not that it didn't oh. exist, but like, it like you know, like... The GoldenEye, Doom, yeah, GoldenEye, GoldenEye, Doom. Yeah, but they so, weren't yeah. as ubiquitous as they are. They were after that point, I would think. Right. Well, all that being said, I think Metroid Prime is a good example of how super metroid succeeds in 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 doing all that Mm. horror stuff but the controls in that game are pretty great everyone's been clamoring for a remake of metroid Mm. prime in some form they're gonna get four tell them to pipe their i want all of the metroid prime games on switch though i would love that if they ever get the virtual console store ever going no they're gonna get around it by just releasing the ones they want to release i see clever clever monkeys yeah so all right see it's it's a poster pulling it together like I'm glad I played this because, I, again, I feel like. How far did you get? You got uh, that's that. that. I, I beat the. There's a boss that's like a plant, and yeah. I got to some place where it got really hot. Uh-huh. And did you get the barrier suit? No, I did not have that. Okay, so not, so not far. Though. I probably got like through a, Dave a just, fourth of it. I got the, I how got far the did you get the suit. Though. I got close to Krakomire, but like I didn't okay. like. So you were you following a guide at a certain um, point? I yeah, kind of. I had to look okay. at a guide. That's, that's not it's not a problem. I mean, yeah, I it, was finding my way around most of the time. If there was like a, a part where I got stuck, I would be like, okay, how do I get over here? And then like I'd wind up catching something in a YouTube clip and be like, oh, I should go back and get that thing I missed because you know, mm, okay, like a like an upgrade <laughs> yeah, like, or something. Yeah, because there were a lot of yeah. like op- optional upgrades yeah. that were like I I totally didn't get right. the spacer. Like, you know, right, which is a great yeah, weapon, by spacer. the way. That's like your yeah. split, so triple shot. I want to finish yeah. it on a slightly positive note. I want to see what your favorite parts well, of the game were. Wait, even like that, like I wouldn't say I was super down on this game. Right, like, true. I, I would My say, bad. oh, I have no understanding why this game is revered. <laughs> like, I just think I don't. It was never. I don't understand why people call it perfect. Screen. That's the thing. That's a problem with a lot it's like, of games. That's just fanboyism. So. I don't want to hear it. Like I want yeah. an honest review. Yeah, of Ocarina this game. of Time. Well, I I don't want to say think, that it's not great. I I don't think people when they say it's a perfect game. I think it's there are games that it's clear what their goal was mm-hmm. and they perfectly achieve that goal. Like it's not mm-hmm. a, there's no game that's perfect. You can find flaws in anything. But when you think about like yeah. the goal was to create a Metroidvania game that's spooky and makes you feel <laughs> inferior to the enemies and is like a survival thing to get through, I could see why if you were 
looking for that and into the puzzles and all that, I could see why this gets lauded like yeah. it does. But it, I just acknowledge from what my personal tastes are and how I have no mm-hmm. attachment to the Metroid series. Mm-hmm. You know, it's actually funny. The mi- thing it reminded me of was Axiom Verge, which obviously Axiom Verge was based off. And you Super love that game. I hated it for the very oh, same reason. My bad. I was constantly stuck and I didn't know where to go and I was tired of backtracking. <laughs> and lo and behold, when I played the game that inspired it, I was tired of getting stuck and backtracking and not yeah. knowing where to go and spending an hour playing and I'm like I really even get anything done like I wasted the one hour nice. I have to play today on trying to bomb this wall that doesn't have any bombs with it so like <laughs> it just not that I'll say it's a bad game but I it wasn't for me my favorite also. part of the game to answer your question Dan was Thank the uh, was the music and sound effects mm. that's a great thing to focus on too because those are both I think I'm pretty sure there's good. one a couple of rooms where like it's all rose petaline near the plant monster and stuff like that mm-hmm. that they had share sound effects with Earthbound I wouldn't be surprised yeah. oh really which yeah it's like so, I, my favorite part of the game <laughs> so it's funny because that feeling of being lost and horribly annoyed at the mm-hmm. game I felt it, but then when I got past it, my life for the game was rejuvenated only to then my, no, the life I had for it, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like like the energy that I had for it, that's probably a better Mm. um, word was rejuvenated only to be spent on the next section of the game where I would start to hate myself until I would find the next pedestal that would. Yeah. And I think it was that cycle. It was a little abusive, but it was gratifying every time. So I was like, all right, I'll play. See, for and, hours. And that's what I never got. Like, like it's like you're the minute you're saying all that, Dan, I was like, that's like dark souls. It's a horrible game through the board, but then you beat that boss and you feel like you are the king of the mountain. I never got right. to a top of a mountain where I felt like, yes, I just felt like mm. I was slogging through it. I never feel that way yeah. in the souls games either. What? I never, I never, I never feel like I, I finally accomplished it. I always feel like, man, this game's cheap. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> like, like they just yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have to do like a, a let's when they do the dark souls remake or actually maybe we'll play for switch i feel like i want to play demon souls for a let's play that could be fun i i can do that i would be the one who gets beaten demon souls I no anyway. well, so that was that, that was, was our super, super metroid <laughs> topic it's like uh, to just give you my analogy it's like if somebody yeah, like, t- tells you to go to a restaurant and tells you to get this really great thing and then you're disappointed with it that's that was that was my oh, so, that's my analogy for Super Metroid. So, I, I I agree with that analogy because it seems like your history with the game, especially mm-hmm. yours, Dave, is surrounded yeah. by hype. It can't live mm-hmm. up to it. I would agree. And that's that is my biggest problem with yeah. things, and that is something I've always struggled with. I mean, this that, series that's as well. a problem with a lot of things. It's a problem with movies. It happens all the time. Like I just can never. I, yeah, I can't, when, I can't come to Super Metroid, um, fresh. With no expectations. With See, the hype, yeah. I think it's, it's actually, that's a bigger thing with video games more than anything else. Like, there's no oh, yeah. other genre oh, yeah. that has a conference in the middle of the year where it's literally about just building hype for mm. things. Right. And you've got, like, readers of books and, you know, but readers are very nice. They're like, oh. read this book. I think you'll like it. You know, well, like, it's so a very intimate suggestion. It's, like, it's harder to... Kind there's of, a lot of video games. Yeah, but I think, again, like, just the audience, the type that we are... Mm. And like mm-hmm. you know, and you know, being so closely tied to with the internet, it's like yeah. everything's the best of the worst. Everything is the best of the worst when it comes. Yeah, to Yeah, there's games. no gray area. There's no like, 
Oh, that game. Okay, well, I don't like it, but I'm glad you do. Like, none of that. <laughs> it's toxic. But anyway, Super yeah, Metroid. So, yeah. <laughs> don't you know But you know what's not? <laughs> oh, no. Dan, like, I remember playing, like, Counter-Strike back in the day. We used to sing that into mics. Just to I was out. confused as to what was happening until you sang the words from Britney Spears' Toxic on our video game podcast. Well, that's going to be later when we sing Britney Spears. Right now, we're getting... Is that not the tastemaker? Oh, wrap your lips around it. It's oh wait, never mind. I was gonna say something, but that would have been false. Oh boy, as I do, I, I'm not gonna do it. Well, I hope you don't bring your falsities to this one because there's there's a lot on the line right now. This is, this is a big Tell deal. Me. So, Mark's Mark's tragedy of being horrible at the tastemaker continues, but he's not involved tonight. But because it's between you two, and I'm How, struggling. But I'm, I'm glad that you started the notebook. The current they just started the tastemaker off by talking about how out of it you are. He, can't, it, he can't win the... I don't think I'll ever win a tastemaker again, but I, I don't... He can't, can't win, win the win silver monkey. Dave has two points. Dan has three. So, if Dave wins tonight... Oh, he won't. Overtime. Super mega overtime. If Dan wins, champion. Yes. We go play Monster Hunter we go, real we quick. We go play Monster Hunter real quick. We go reinstall Destiny 2, the faster one. <laughs> faster Destiny 2. So, new. we're, we're going to be also, because it's, it's a big moment, we're going to be a new game tonight. A new game. Never before played. Nice. On Whoa. the Dinosaur Machines podcast. Super Metroid speedrun. Speed me- oh, oh, you're going to both speedrun. No, so here's how this is going to work. A speed run off. I actually, a speed run off. You both play a game. No. So I stole this actually from uh, Easy Allies podcast. I thought it was good. It's all based on... Shout out to Easy Allies. Thanks for your tastemaker. Thank you. Well, they don't call it that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they call it something cool. They better not. So better not. this game we're going to call Over, Under, or Right on the Money. And this is how this is going to work. Is this Price is Right with video game prices? Kind of, well, not exactly. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. We live <laughs> in the age of microtransactions. Oh, okay. And depending on the game, I think they're important to give... Developers an opportunity to cash in a little bit more. Sounds very but subjective. Sometimes they were agree or egregious and terrible, and they were just cash grabs. So here's what I did: I took a bunch of games uh. with some stuff, with some microtransactions, uh, not including okay. the base game, not including a season pass, and not oh. including repeatable purchases like loot boxes oh. or something. But taking everything where you can pay money and get an item. I went to the game Steam page. I added up all the microtransactions. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you the name of the game. That's a lot of time, Mark. Yeah, it wasn't that much. Um, no? Well, it's actually because you can buy all on the bottom, so it kind of tells you what it is. Oh. But sometimes the season pass is included, so I had to subtract it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you the name of the game, and I'm going to tell you a price amount. If you think the actual amount of microtransactions, if you add them all up, is below that, you're going to say under. If you think it's actually more than that number, you say over. If you think it is exactly that amount, it's right on the money. Now, what if what if All right. we? Why are you trying to find the flaw in the, the problem? The flaw in his what story. If, what if Dan says <laughs> above? Dave's tastemaker. And I say below, and it's right on the money. Neither of you will get a point. That's then what I want to know. Like, what if when the number this is, is yeah. like? This is not like closer. a buzzing scenario. You know what I mean? This is this. Yeah, oh, right. the, that will be the tiebreaker. But so we'll go you each get an opportunity to guess. If you both get it right, you both get a point and we'll see where we're at at okay. the end of it. Are we ready? Sure. 
This is mostly guessing. Well, yeah. you gotta feel it out a little bit. These are I'm these cool are with it. mostly yeah. these are games that you have some exposure to. It's like it's oh, like gonna, okay. trivia exposure. but not trivia. It's like trivia but not trivia. <laughs> That's okay. It's just as much it's like difficult. Here, <laughs> win our fictitious trophy based off luck. <laughs> All right. So the first game, Sims Three. I think it's got a little crazy. Mm-hmm. The price, two hundred eleven dollars and seventy nine cents. Do you think it had more microtransactions, less, or right on the money? Seventy seventy nine cents. Two hundred eleven dollars <laughs> and seventy nine cents. You're gonna you're gonna throw a seventy nine <laughs> out there for the first one. Well, it's got uh, that's like giving you a total two hundred eleven dollars and seventy nine cents. I'm gonna go right on the money. Daniel, he's thinking. I'm gonna say it's right on the money. You're both saying right on the money. You're both incorrect. It's not right on the money. The actual amount it is over. There's actually three hundred seventy nine dollars and eighty one cents to buy all eighty one cents. Oh, okay, good. Them. So just to verify, we're guessing that the number that is actually the number yes. is over is, or under. Right. Not the number you give us. No, that well, was, the answer would have been possibly lower, fictitious. technically, by the, using the language you gave us. No, it's over. The no, real if, thing is over. No, if we said... <laughs> yeah, but that, the number you gave us is lower than... Yes, so the real okay. one you're saying... So we're responding to the number okay. we don't know. So what I originally yeah. thought, I'm not trying to do oh, what yeah. I originally thought that we were telling you that no. $211.79 was yeah. right on the money. You both thought it was right on the money. No. Yeah. But the actual no, price no. is over. By a, so by I, a lot. The correct answer would have been over. Dave and yes. I are on the same page. We're guessing the actual price yes. You're trying to... over, under, right. Yes. yes. Yeah, we're good. On the we're, money. Good. Okay. Glad we have okay. we're good. We're good. Okay. Keep going. Next one. Just keep Sorry. going. Rocket League. Just do it. Rocket League. Rocket League. Do it live. We're doing it live. Rocket League. The price, $59.79. Is that over the real amount? Or actually, no. Do you think the real amount is over, under, or right on the Higher. Higher. It's higher. I feel like the we're... real amount... $59.79. The real amount... This is also right on the money. This is right on the money. Dan, you are correct. Ah. It is right on the money. Yeah. You can get everything. Back to the that. future car in that game makes it game of the year of every year... Bro. The most expensive thing is actually there's two soundtracks for Rocket League. Those are actually the most priced. Oh, can you change the game soundtrack as you play? No, no but you can buy all the music yeah. for the games. Oh, man. That was the thing you could do in The yeah, Sims, though. I remember you could attach your like music yeah. folder to Dude, the stereo. I can't listen to The Strokes because of that. Mm. Because of The Sims? They, the they would turn on the radio and it would be Reptilia by The Strokes. Oh, I'm like, God. <laughs> always no more. always playing. All right, so Dan gets a point. Next game. As he... Torchlight 2. The DLC amount. We played this game. $29.99. Do you think the real amount is over? The real amount is under? Or is it right on the money? $29.99. I'm going to go first because I got the last point. I think the real amount is under that. I'm going to go higher. Dan, you are correct. Yeah. The real amount is zero dollars. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Dave goes, eh. Yeah. Yeah, zero? <laughs> the real amount is zero. Torchlight 2 has no microtransactions or anything you could spend is money on so? other than the game. So it's like a trick question. Wow. A little bit of a Good trick question. Good for you, Diablo 2 developers. Seriously. Well, <laughs> Diablo 2 developers. No, didn't That's they make, um, oh, wasn't it somebody else? 
It can't be nope. Diablo 2. Yep. That's why we play Torchlight. We were like, oh, the real Diablo 3 is Torchlight 2. Oh, I see. All right. That's what it Next was. Next one. Again, close to our hearts. Borderlands 2. Oh, my God. The amount I'm giving you, $101.31. Think of all those This DLC is as of now, packs. right? Yes. As of, I think, a week ago when I did this. Okay. That matters. $101.31. Real amount over, under, or is it right on the money? I was just looking at this game on the Steam page, too. And I remember thinking, wow, <laughs> that's a lot of downloadable content. There is a lot of downloadable content. Since I, but is there since more I than $101? First, yeah, um, I'm mm. going to say that the real amount is lower. I'm going to say it's right on the money. The real amount is over. $124.55. Wow. There's way more skins in that game than I ever realized. That's actually where and a lot of the money so is. Much, there's so much we haven't done. Yeah, there was all the Tiny Tina stuff. There was like four different like mission packs. Crazy. One could argue that we already own all of the things we haven't done in the Handsome Collection. It's also true. One could argue. I don't think we'll ever get to it, though. Let's be honest with ourselves. I know. I want to play the D&D storyline. Well, I know. Everyone says it's good. Anyway. All right. Next one. Right now, Dan, two nothing. <laughs> Dave hates this game. For you, listener, I do. I do. He's he, not. He's he not doesn't... a fan. <laughs> I think it's a fairly. I think it's going just fine. I think it's just fine. <laughs> Are you ready? GTA Five. Ugh. I mean, oh. Total. Total. I'm giving you seventy nine dollars and nineteen cents. Now, this isn't really fair. This one, because you said you can't. You're not talking about loot boxes. You said you're not including light bursts. Right. And you're not. But you. But you can just straight up buy money. That's yeah, not yeah, nothing you that's, can keep. Nothing that's not included in this. Nothing you can continually buy. Over you're talking about just content. Yes. So anything that's like buying currency, the no, not included okay. in this. So something I'm I like pay infinite. money and I get something yeah. for it. <laughs> so what's the price? Seventy nine dollars nineteen cents. Real amount over, under, or right on the money? Lower. Dan's making a quizzical face. I'm going to say lower as well. You're both correct. There's only actually, besides the money Dave New Things is saying, there's yeah. only one thing you can actually buy, which is this criminal right. enterprise pack, mm-hmm. which is thirty nine yeah. ninety nine. But other than that, And that gives you else. a lot of money in GTA Online, No, right? it gives you, like, uh, the access, No, there's, like, like, items and stuff. To, like, the rocket packs and stuff like that, I think, right? Booth. There's things in there that you guess. Isn't there a flying yeah. DeLorean? There is a flying DeLorean. In this yeah. game now? And if we did we get we'll never go back. This drives me crazy. <laughs> Alright. So I think Dave, you're officially eliminated. That's fine. I'm sorry. But we'll I'll give you the last one just for poops and okay. this was my favorite one. Train train <laughs> simulator. And I picked this because it's oh. a little absurd. So train simulator on Steam, the total I'm giving you is I'm not even going to let you finish. I'm going to say it's higher. Well, the total I'm giving you is 5,592 cents. I hate myself. And it's higher. Do you still want to go higher? Wait. Wait. It's on the money? Well, I don't know. What do you what do you think, Dan? I I'm I mean, since it doesn't matter, I guess I'm going to say it's higher. You're but both saying yeah. higher. I I mean, I guess so. You both are correct. To <gasps> purchase You can buy more than $5,000 to purchase everything for Train Simulator. Seven thousand six hundred and three dollars and sixty-five cents. But one of the Stop things it. is the train. You get a real train. 
<laughs> does, it, does it come with no, like part of train. it's all like different train well like digital it like train be a real combinations. <laughs> a train model but that goes that around your Christmas tree could you imagine <laughs> getting a train that you made in the video game I mean train lovers would love that I mean man. I would hope so for this price but now oh. but now we have a situation here boys what I wanted you Dan lost. wins <laughs> sorry, sorry so that brings us to super no, mega double yes. Dan had three you said Oh wait, Mark! You are I am at, you are really I am good at this. Going back to my luck, <laughs> Dan does have three, so Dan, Dan has wins. four. Really? I trick my statement. Dan, Silver Monkey Champion, <laughs> circling. Give me a heart attack over here. I'm like, <laughs> wait, I used I up all my brain power on this. Sorry, I just wanted to keep you. Up yeah. Well, yeah. You Let's... regained the Silver Monkey lead. Dave stole from you. Another... <laughs> oh wait, don't you get the thing? Which, yeah. I don't know what yeah. that sounded like. Air horn. There you go. As I drop pencil. No, I need it. No, we must do it. Talk amongst yourselves. Super Metroid is neither super nor Metroid. Disgust. Neither super it's, it's, salad. Wait. <laughs> super salad. Wow. Well, besides super salads, uh, next episode we'll be playing. Uh, we'll, we'll, oh, there we go. That was a t- that was tasteless trivia. Tasteless trivia. Well, Dave didn't Tasteless like it, trivia. so listener, if you really wah, enjoyed wah. that challenge, Dave's, you're probably Dave's never going to do it again. Dave's bitter and salty. <laughs> He's a salty one. Hey, you know what? That's the kind of that's the kind of game that you could play with your friends, and if you do, make sure you tell them. Listen to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast, and then tell them that you can find us. Where can they find us, Mark? Well, I'll tell you, big boy. <laughs> iTunes, yeah. SoundCloud, Stitcher, what? Podcast.com. No seashells um you Wait. can find us on youtube <laughs> where we're playing stuff you can connect with oh us on the twitters with what under it's at at dino underscore machines <laughs> me individually right. at magro i'm at zombie underscore pirate and i'm at dano mac your source for all things mlg pro 360 360 no scope next time you tune in we'll actually be having our, our redux episode yes. we swore we would never have one again but we're having one again because we missed the Psychonauts right. episode through critical errors. So next time we'll have that. And then after that, boys, the big one, episode 50. That's right. Ooh, oh, yeah. Baby. Spectacular. The, the Cinquanta. Spectacular. Spectacular with an extra R. Every time we hit another 25, we have to put extra R's at the end no. of the title. Oh, I'm okay with that. I'm like, well, I'm yeah, I, I can do like that. I mean, we, we, we have to be going for a yeah. few years. I guess if we're yeah. still doing this in five years, we can just deal with that. We can do like R cubed. You know? Oh, I like it. Use, use exponents. I got you. I, yeah. I got you, what are we man. Doing? Okay, exponents. All right, we're doing All that. All right, we'll do we'll, it. We'll, we'll do you that, listeners. I got... We'll catch you on the next time. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Without you, we're just talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.